0: wear with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com
1: no purchase necessary btw group void prohibited by law see terms
0: and conditions 18 plus Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Colorado Avalanche post-game coverage continues now. Let's go between the pipes with Alex Ryanemi and Mark Springer on Denver's official home for Avs hockey. Altitude Sports Radio
2: 92.5. Cause I, wha,
0: all night long. Let me see that
3: I the That was
1: that was just straight up. Absurd. Uh, Obscene is what that was. And no, I'm not talking about Nathan McKinnon scoring four goals this evening. I'm not talking about Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen and Kale McCarr finding a way to combine for 13 points tonight. I'm talking about the fact that you heathens... Because you'd already thrown your hats on the ice for a hat-trick, decided to declothe and throw thongs and braziers onto the hallowed ice of Ball Arena.
0: Obscene, I call it obscene! Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on! Come on, everybody! We're gone! Here we go!
1: A 6-2 final six! Two this evening, Nathan McKinnon, four goals, one assists, five points. Uh, we had a a record-setting shorthanded goal from Kale McCarr to make him the highest scoring defenseman in Avalanche history. It was Complete and utter dominance for the final 50 minutes of this hockey game uh, As we welcome you into Between the Pipes here on Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 I'm your host Alex Ryan Emmy joined by Jordan Berg behind the glass And as always my co-host the radio machine uh, Mark Springer Obscenities all over the place Erroneous uh, it, on
4: all counts It got weird tonight man it got really weird Maybe it started with my seahorse giving birth tweet <laughs> If you've never seen a seahorse give birth, uh, my show and a lot of people saw it. That video went kind of viral. It's how I felt when Nathan McKinnon got a natural hat trick, and then it just got weirder. And it just got even weirder tonight. Uh, what what is in the air in Denver, Colorado? Nathan McKinnon scores a fourth goal. It's the second time in, in just a few weeks that he scored four goals, and and no one had done it for the Avs since they. This is the franchise moved to Denver, and now Nathan McKinnon has done it twice in like two weeks and everyone was so happy or at least one or two ladies were so was it the same culprit oh i hope it
1: was the same person just (laughs) someone out there just straight up commando (laughs) i was saying first the bra or
4: the panties what went first
1: i would assume that the top half of the pairing is easier to remove and toss onto a playing surface than the bottom half is
4: yeah uh-huh. Because you're if I were, you're were, if I were you're to not sit not wearing, like, here, a skirt. It's it's January. This isn't skirt weather.
1: It, it, maybe it could be. Maybe you're showing out for the game. But as I sit here, I said, we're going to be doing the show half naked today to pay homage to the great fans of Denver, Colorado. Like, it's not easy for me to sit in this chair and then remove my underpants. That's like a magic throw. trick. Like, that, that's a magic trick.
4: Uh-huh. They that's do it in weirder. Zoolander. It's impossible to do. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, but no, I did take my bra off, and I did take my panties off. And uh, in honor of the one or two fans who threw those onto the ice. <laughs> Look, I guess that when you throw the hat after the hat trick, you're, you're now sans hat. And should he score a fourth time, you got to throw something. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> Honestly, that really hurts.
1: <laughs> we have to talk about a hockey game, and I can't. How do you? Because of, how do you even? Because of you psychopaths. I listen. I love it. We're. I'm making fun of it. it it's great. I'm all about it. Good on all y'all. Um, Nathan McKinnon, the the dude's the best hockey player on the planet. He is the best hockey player in the world. And we've been saying right. That there's a there's a conversation. Is it McCar? Is it McKinnon? Is it McDavid? Right now, Nathan McKinnon is the greatest hockey player on the planet. He is doing whatever he wants at will at any time during a game. And for him, what was crazy tonight, right, in a game with all of these goals, you've got six goals for Colorado, two for Washington. Um, in a game in which you have 13 combined points from Rantanen, McKinnon, and McCarr, Two of the four goals McKinnon scores directly from Alexander Ovechkin's office on the power play. You know who didn't record a single shot on net tonight?
4: Alexander Ovechkin.
1: Arguably the greatest scorer in the history of the game. Not one.
4: (sighs) I mean, I haven't been following him closely this season, but it it feels like, yeah, he's got one goal this month. It was on the 2nd of January, so he hasn't scored in his last, That looks like eight games. Something like that. Christina says, "Can confirm the top part is much easier
1: to remove." Try telling that to like sixteen-year-old Alex. Not easy. Oh, it was all
4: difficult back then.
0: <laughs> you say like you've gotten better as the years the latch gone with on. The what
4: now? Like, oh, give me a second. Give me a second. Nice. <laughs> I um, think
1: it's after 11 p.m.
4: I mean, uh, no, we're officially after 11 p.m. So we're it, it, the sun sets early nowadays. We were after dark a little bit ago. This is this is fun. This is the first. one. Usually, it's West Coast games where this happens. Uh, I guess maybe may, maybe it was the 7:30 puck drop tonight. You know, not your typical 7 p.m. We went 7:30. Maybe this brought out some of the weirdness tonight. Um, But no, Nathan McKinnon, he's he's making everybody, including the ladies, lose their minds right now. If you're Nikita Kucherov, last night you get a hat trick and an assist. You get four points. You're like, all right. I retook the lead in points in the NHL. Look at me. I'm going to win another heart. And then Nathan McKinnon breaks his heart tonight. He says, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were nice three goals. You scored last night. I'll score four tonight. Oh, he did.
1: He did the same thing Nikita Kucherov did last night in half of the game. Mm-hmm. His natural hat trick was completed in terms of time on ice in the second in under four minutes and 40 seconds. He scored three goals in four minutes and 40 seconds of time on ice. The stuff he and Kale McCarr did tonight were... That was Nikola Jokic having a double-double after the first quarter. That That's what you watched tonight. That was McKinnon and McCarr this evening just making fun of a an older, slower, less talented hockey team on the other side. And you get Bowen Byron back. I thought he looked good. You get Archery Lekinen back. I thought he looked good. Sure, did both of those guys have a little bit more to be wanting? Yeah, but they've, they've had a, a bunch of time off. You're knocking off the rust. This was what... This is what the abs can look like when they're fully healthy, when they are rested. Were the first 10 minutes dominated by Washington? Yeah, but you kind of knew the wheels were eventually going to fall off. I didn't think it was going to be that quick in the second period, but something switched with like eight minutes to go, 10 minutes to go in that first where you could see the abs really start to play, pick up their pace. They didn't look back for the rest of the game from the, the 10 to 12 minute point on.
4: I mean, this was supposed to be an AVS win tonight for a few reasons. Number one, Washington played last night in Minnesota; they lost five to three, so they had to get on a plane and come here. And then the AVS get Leckin in and Byram back, and the AVS went three and two on the East Coast road trip. Looked pretty damn good for the entirety of that road trip, and have looked really good overall. For all of January, like watching the Avs, it's clear to me that, oh, no, this this team is it's starting to click right now. And it's an older Capitals team coming into this building. Now, I thought it was just a slower start for Colorado tonight. And maybe some of that is, yeah, the Avs had a lot of rest not having played since Saturday. But it can take you out of your rhythm a little bit. Just uh, a period or so to kind of get their skates underneath them. The Kale McCarr Shorty certainly helped spark them there in the first period. Um, but all, you know, there's always a reintegration thing, in back in the lineup, Byron back in the lineup. They're good players, but whenever you have missed some time and it's your first game back, I noticed maybe the skates and it, the, across the board. I notice this all the time. It, it, sport to sport. You're just a little slower, you know, Lecky's playing with different dudes too. He's, you know, he's not on the top line with, with Nate and Ranson. And that's Jonathan drew Wen now, you know, so Lekinan's playing like with Ryan Johansson and Andrew Cogliano, so there's there's some there's some familiarity gaining there. So the slow start, when you think about it in retrospect, not a huge surprise. And then it ended up going the way it was always supposed to go in this game. I mean, Washington's over five hundred, good for them. They're older. They're going to regress to a little bit of a mean here in the back half of the season.
1: They won't make the playoffs. I don't think
4: they're a playoff team either. So, yeah, this was a very winnable game for Colorado. They took care of business, and the best player in the world, well, damn you, Connor McDavid, one of the best players in the world, 1A. One B, whatever you it's want to call 1A, it. It's one
1: A, one B, one C at this yeah. point. McKinnon, McDavid, McCarr at uh, on any given night, and I, I think sure. right now with the pace that McKinnon is playing, and if you haven't noticed what the Oilers are doing, they've won 14 straight hockey games, and McDavid is a big reason for that right now. Um, granted, the the 14 straight they have beaten nine of the 11 worst teams in the National Hockey League, so take it with a little bit of a grain of salt there. What Edmonton's doing, they're hot, and and McDavid's turning it back on. McKinnon's on a different level right now. In his last 25 games, 15 of those 25 games are multi-point efforts. So he has more multi-point games than either single-point games or zero-point games, dating all the way back to the beginning of December. Going back to November 20th, McKinnon has more four-point games than zero-point games. That is absurd.
4: It's him and it's McDavid, Nikita Kucherov. You're a good, you're a great player, but you're not Nathan MacKinnon. He's not, he and isn't. you're not Connor McDavid. Those are the two best forwards. And then you're right. I mean, Kale McCarr is still right up there when you're talking about the best overall player. He's certainly the best defenseman in the league. Uh, Manny on the text line wants to know what is a natural hat trick. Um, I'm sure there's at least a couple people who you know uh, the hockey nerds. We we spew these terms around like everybody knows them. Um, And and while most do, it's scoring three goals in succession. Like, you're the only player scoring. Like, if Lekkonen scored in between any of those three goals, it's not a natural hat trick. Really, I think it's more just like a cutesy thing. It doesn't really matter. It's just like, hey, you just so happened to score three in a row.
1: You can do that over the course of a couple of periods as well. So, like, you could score one at the end of the first, and then the next two to start the second. It would technically be a natural hat trick. I've heard some other people called it like a pure natural hat trick. Oh, 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 oh,
4: now we're we're really getting nerdy. which nice. is
1: three goals in succession in the same period.
4: So that's why he was he was a he was pure tonight. He was pure, pure,
1: mm-hmm. natural, oh, mm-hmm. natural, as yeah. one of the fans was tonight yeah. walking out of Ball Arena.
4: And that's the other team as well, right? Like if the Correct. Capitals were to have scored. In between any of Nate's three goals, it would not have been a natural Correct. hat trick. Yeah,
1: that, it's not something that's like kept in the stat books. It's just a yeah. It's it, a, really it's a nose doesn't it doesn't matter when you matter think about all. it. Yeah, it doesn't matter one because eye it's eye all
4: one. kind of pure luck in a way that nobody scored, or you know, it's it's like it's not entirely luck, but there's some luck involved.
1: Um, a- as we stand right now. Nathan McKinnon leads the league in points. A five-point effort gets him up to 82 on the season. He has uh, 30 goals on the year. I'm looking right now through the Canucks and Blues game. It was a 4-3 overtime win for St. Louis. Did... Quinn Hughes have any points this evening. Hughes had two points tonight, so Kale's three-point effort uh does not tie him. However, it puts him two points behind uh for the defenseman lead this year in scoring. McCarr now with 57 points on the year. Quinn Hughes at 59. Uh the the abs continue to to rack up points. Rantanen has jumped up now into the top five in scoring. He sits behind only David Posternock. Uh he is solely in fourth place. So you have McKinnon in first, Rantanen, sneaky fourth overall in the league in points. Real sneaky. Really sneaky. The dude's got 65 now. Four two,
4: assists tonight for Miko. Right,
1: two behind David Pasternak. Uh, b- before the year's over, you might have... It, it would take a lot to hold off Kucherov, Pasternak, and, and David at this point. You have an outside shot to have number one and number two in points this year.
4: And then Kale McCarr tonight... Scored his 76th career goal, which now passes Tyson Berry, who was the franchise leader for defensemen with 75 goals as an Av for a D-man. Uh, Sandis Lynch at 72. So, so think about that. Like Kale's going to, sh- and we knew it, we knew, but to see it happening right now in early January of 2024, and man, Tyson Berry was on the Avs for a while, so was Sandis, and Kale's
3: no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: It's, that might be an unbreakable franchise record when he, when his career is set and done. It,
1: it might be. So Tyson Berry did that in 484 games as an av. And McCarr through his four now midway through his fourth season uh, in the league has done that in, Two hundred fewer games,
4: insane. Two
1: hundred and three fewer games. He now has seventy six points. Right? Does he? He now leads in every stack category. Right? For a defenseman,
4: he's got to. I mean, he just he just took goals. I mean, how is he not also leading in assists at this point? I mean, I don't know that for sure, but um he racks up more assists than he does goals, so. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, all-time leaders in points.
1: And so he's got... It says he's got the second most assists
4: right now. How's that possible? Well, I guess there were some good... uh... Well, maybe not. So does he trail
1: Tyson Berry in points by four? Does that feel right? Yeah,
4: that feels about right. He's going to shatter that too.
1: Trails Berry by four points and five assists total. That Maybe that a, was coming
4: it, into tonight. It could have been. I was like, that doesn't make any okay. sense, right? Either now. way, I mean he's going to shatter. He already, he already he just passed Berry on goals. It's insane. Um and Quinn Hughes, you know, going back to him, he's having a great season. And I don't think we've seen Kale break out. Now he's been banged up. He's probably still banged up. I've been saying this for months, and I bet he still is. Um, nope. like, cause what Nathan McKinnon is doing right now, what Valeri Nichushkin was doing, like that's your peak level play, right? Where you're just seeing it night in, night out. You watch Kale; he's playing well, he's playing very well. But I mean, you look back on like his best highlight that overtime winner, the backhand in Chicago. And he hasn't, you know, he hasn't had that this year. And I think some of that is he's been banged up and that's also the high level that we hold him to because he's played so well. My point is, is. That Quinn Hughes is having a really good year, and yet I feel like Kale can do just so much more than that he than can. what it, Quinn is doing. And, and Quinn's a
1: great defenseman; he, he really is. He's a good two AD man. He's a little bit smaller, plays less physical than McCarr does. Um, and, and I was we were correct here. Yeah, uh, McCarr trails Barry by five assists. He's got two twenty seven to the two thirty two that Barry had in four hundred and eighty four games. Um, and Barry had 307 points, so he will pass that in the next two weeks. He'll pass both of those records. He will hold goals, assists, points, every record for the Avs, and he'll have done it in 280 games. You know who else is top 10 all time for the Avs in points,
4: defenseman? I don't know. Currently on this team, um, Devon Taves, Sam Girard, Sam Girard.
0: Hey,
1: 100, now 189 points in his career. Sneaky top 10 all time in points for the Avs blue liners.
4: Yeah, I mean, he's 10. been here since the Duchesne trade, you know, so that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, The 719-334. Imagine when we have a full lineup back. Scary. I mean, I've been thinking it over the past couple weeks, man. Raj, when you were gone these past two shows and watching him play you know, winning, what was it, seven to four in Philly, fifth game of a five-game road trip. And and they, they that road trip, they win it without Nachushkin, right? And Lekanen wasn't back, and Byram wasn't back. And you're seeing, you know, Logan O'Connor get his first career hat trick, and Miles Wood is playing great. And I think Ross Colton's been very good. And Jonathan Drewen has been everything and more. And then you think about, now tonight Lekanin's back, and then when Nachushkin is back, um... And then Landeskog today looked like he was skating pretty smooth out there. Those videos going around, like, that looked like a guy who, if he's skating like that on January 24th, February 24th, March 24th, two and a half months from now, if he's skating like that today and we saw him out there a couple weeks ago skating lighter than he was today, then I am seeing all the signs that he's gonna be back, and that is freaking scary. It it would be because
1: if you get if you get bottom six version of Gabe Landeskog on this team for free because he'll he will not have come back during the regular season, he'll come back in the postseason. You you're adding something that not many teams have the ability to do, and. There's some rumors out there about the Abs trying to sign a veteran player, and we'll get into that later on, uh, in the show. Let's head on out to the phone lines. Dave's been waiting on, uh, on hold. Dave, you're live on ninety two five. What you got?
2: Hey boys,
3: how's it going? Great, great win. I gotta say, man, like that was just phenomenal. Being, uh, me, I mean, the boys were uh, at the bar in Winnipeg, seeing a little bit of Jets. Uh, you know. Well, they, they weren't happy about that result. But then they put the the TV over to uh, the Adams game, and, oh, my God, I just had to say, hey, so that's one goal for McKinnon. That's two goals for McKinnon. No way. Three goals for McKinnon. Wow. Hey, boys, how many Jets uh, players can do that? Yeah, zero. That's how good we are. That is how the number one team – is gonna be you guys are holding on to it for us right now well we are the number one team but that was wow that fire and we only have technically one guy out right now Michushkin Lanniscog I'm like okay well you know he'll be in to come playoff time but we're fired up we are fired up all cylinders we have the right pieces the right place my god
1: Appreciate the call, Dave as always. Get home safe,
4: my friend. Um Hey, Nathan McKinnon beat the Leafs and the Jets tonight four to one. Nathan McKinnon scored four goals tonight. The Jets and the Leafs combined he, for one goal tonight. He does
1: make a good point. Like Winnipeg's playing very well. Don't get me wrong. Howard Buck is very good.
4: And but now Kyle Connor's back. He's the, healthy.
1: The only guy on that team that can remotely do what Nathan McKinnon can is Kyle Connor. And what? The only guys with multiple four point efforts or four goal efforts in the same season since like the 1980s are Lemieux, Bondra, and McKinnon now. I might be missing one other guy. It, no one else can do this. Yeah. McDavid's not even on that list.
4: It's a different level. It's a different level. Yeah. Um, Austin Matthews is a great player. He's better than Kyle Connor. I love Kyle Connor, but better you goal know,
1: scorer for sure
4: Austin Matthews is a heck of a player, and he's still not even Nathan McKinnon so yeah, and it you just think about what this team can be when it's a hundred percent healthy and it almost feels too good to be true like is this real? Am I jinxing something like I don't believe in jinxes, but still it' just it it, it it feels too good to be true, I but uh, it, this team's really good.
1: Uh, McKinnon's hat trick goal, right? The the two on one with Rantanen, he receives the puck on the right hand side, goes forehand, backhand, shelf over Lindgren's uh, outstretched glove. There was a fan, apparently his name's Jonathan, who was in the first row, who had already stood up as McKinnon received the pass at the tops of the circles and had already taken his hat off and was like cocked and ready to launch that thing onto the ice. I love the confidence from the fan group tonight.
4: Oh, I love it, too. I love it, too. Yeah. um, You know, that hat was going no matter what at that point. Um, I, Again, people were shedding clothes. Like,
1: Britney Spears <laughs> could have been in attendance tonight for all oh, we Oh, there know. it
4: is. There it is. Got banned from, what, the Four Seasons today? The Four
1: Seasons LA for going topless to the pool. She could have been the lady that started the bra trend tonight. I should have seen it coming. Four Seasons, four goals. Britney is just a huge Nate Dog fan. Uh-huh. What would you think? Crossover yeah. there. Wow. Abs 6'2 okay. when Nathan McKinnon goes nuclear. Miko Rantanen has a five point night as well. Continue breaking this thing down. Get into some rumors. There's a former captain, American born captain, made a bunch of money a handful of years ago that the Avs are rumored to be signing. We'll tell you who it is and what we think about it on the other side.
4: Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Avs post game
0: continues. Good job, boys. You're between the pipes.
2: Yeah, it's always nice to score four. Obviously, uh, you know, I'd be lying if I said anything different. Um, hockey's a funny sport. Sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't, and. Right now, uh they're going in for me. Any
1: extra jump, just nice having those days
2: off Yeah, it was a tough start, honestly. Uh you know, it's 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 hard to have that many days off to be honest. Uh the game is so fast out there and to, to get acclimated um, took us ten minutes, but then we played well, I thought the last fifty and um, but yeah, power play was good. Got some good looks tonight. How about special teams tonight? Yeah. Yeah, power power play and PK were great. Um, puck movement was good. Uh, guys, uh, the PK uh, was great as well.
1: You and Miko both had five points tonight. Like that synergy was just pretty outrageous tonight. Do you, do you feel that right as you got
2: on? No, I know. Slow start. Uh No, we had some looks in the first, but um took us a bit to get, to get into the game and uh, you know, he was playmaking so well tonight looking for me. Uh, you know, on my third it was a really nice pass on the 2 on 1 and uh, really selfless hockey from Miko.
1: That was the audio from Nathan McKinnon. Post game after a five-point effort. Four goals this evening for the NHL's leading point score. He's got 30 on the season now. Uh, that audio courtesy of our very own Darren McKee. Mac. You can follow him on Twitter at Sports CO. Um Nobody asked him the
4: important questions, though. I, you know, listen, Mac, you know. dude,
1: hold on. Hold on. DMac. I know you listen to us driving home from the rink and if you're listening to this I need you to call in because I got a bone to pick with you you ask the good questions but the easiest one was out there and nobody asked Bedsy and nobody asked McKinnon what's the question
4: spring well I will say that Nate did say the special teams were good tonight but you know he had a bra and a thong thrown on the ice Because he scored four goals after his fourth goal. I would have liked to hear Nate's thoughts on that.
1: There's no way that happened up in Halifax with the Mooseheads. It's too cold. Was there a phone number written in or
4: outside of that
1: bra? Shattuck St. Mary's, where he played his prep school hockey, is an all-boys school. There were no bras, probably, thrown on the ice at Shattuck. Uh Uh-huh. This uh-huh. may have been the very first time that Nathan McKinnon has seen a has seen undergarments on the
0: ice.
4: Have we seen this in the NHL before? I don't recall ever seeing this. I don't, but I love it. Dude, it's something so, it's something out of semi pro. So yeah, you want to talk about making history and stuff that other skaters haven't done and yeah, Nathan McKinnon, the only Colorado Avalanche to score four goals in a game. Some Nordiques did it, but the only Av to do it. Um, And he does them both here in the past few weeks. That's cool. There are Quebec Nordiques who've done that. There's been many NHL players who've scored four goals in a game. No NHL player has ever had a bra and a thong thrown onto the ice because of their four goals. That's history. We made history tonight. Oh, man. What a hockey
1: game this evening. Just an absurd effort from the Avs and from Nathan McKinnon. Uh, Colorado jumps into first place. In the Central Division, granted, they, uh, Winnipeg has a, a few games in hand on Colorado right now, but uh, the Avs jump up with their uh, 31st win of the season. They should be up to 65 points right now, if I'm correct.
4: The Avalanche have... Um,
1: yeah, 31st point, 65, they should be... Yep, they're yeah. tied with Winnipeg. Now, Winnipeg
4: d- is technically in first on the tiebreaker. Oh,
1: Winnipeg got the uh, the uh, the extra point. They lost in in overtime yes. this evening. Got it, got it, got it. All right, so you're tied at first place. You are uh, running back to your original goal, right? That's your first goal, win the Central, get home ice, possibly win the West to get home ice throughout the Western Conference playoffs. Uh, they've been a little bit up and down, but a- as the calendar turned to 24, they've started to turn this thing on. However, Spring, did you see the rumors floating out there today? I did. The Avs apparently looking to sign Zach Parise.
4: I had forgotten about him. What are your thoughts? Well, last with uh, the Wild. Long time with the New Jersey Devils. Last with the Islanders. Oh, the Islanders. That's right. The Islanders. See? Third oldest team in the NHL. That's Patrick Waugh's team right there. Although now Parise has gone, but they... Actually, maybe got younger with him leaving, which is weird. Uh, Perise played full 82 game seasons last year and the year
1: before with the Isles. He had 15 goals in 21, 22. He had 21 goals last season, 35 and 34 points respectively. Uh, He's a far cry from the player that he was when he was finishing, uh, you know, in the. The teens for the Hart Trophy. He was never a big point producer. He's just a solid two-way player. Um, again, another Shattuck St. Mary's guy. Okay,
4: in his prime, a very good player and a serviceable player for sure in the back end of his career. Um, has he been dealing with injuries or something like ala Patrick Kane? Why he hasn't signed with any team now at this point I mean, of he's his 39. Yeah, at this point of his career.
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. VTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yo, maybe this was a calculated move on his part. Because if the Avs are interested in signing him, or at least from, it, there's a rumor out there, then I'd assume there's at least another team or two interested in signing him. Maybe this was like, remember when like Roger Clemens like waited until like August to sign with the team or something? I don't something. know why like, players
1: don't do that more often. Yeah, especially, when you're, all, especially when you're
4: older, right? What, who you're? You want to sign with a contender, um. You're gonna be a bottom six guy. You know that, so it's whatever. Um, why not keep your body healthy and you know all the bumps and bruises that you take in October, November, December? Why take those? Why bang yourself up? Um, so maybe this was a calculated move on his part. Um, it's when I saw the rumor, like it made sense to me. Because I had been thinking that, oh man, you know, do the Avs really want to give up much to go get somebody and what can they really get this? You give up nothing. You give up nothing for signing a guy probably to the league minimum. I mean, I was going to say maybe even a little above, but it'll probably be that. It'll probably be the league minimum. But I think Parise just, you know, screw it. If he's still got some gas in the tank, he sees an opportunity to win a cup and You know, you turn into, like, Darren Helm or Andrew Cogliano at that point in your career, you're a a fourth-line guy, and that can help. That really can help. It obviously doesn't answer 2C, but I'm going to be honest. I don't think that answer's out there. I really don't. Just the ammunition it takes to get 2C, I don't think that it's feasible. See,
1: I I think you can get Lindholm. If you're willing to part ways with a first-round pick and a middle prospect, you can get Lindholm. Unless uh, the... The asking price and the bidding war would have to be through the roof. And I think Calgary would be dumb to try and wait that out and not actually
4: be able to pull the trigger. I know that Lindholm's numbers are like down a little bit this season. So maybe that could bring his price down a little bit. But... That if I, I feel like a bidding war could still start to happen because these types of players are so valuable. Did you see that fake Sean, that mock Sean Monahan trade going around Twitter today that was like Caleb Jones, one of those Russian dudes, Kovalenko?
1: I don't want... You're not moving Kovalenko.
4: And a first-round pick is what they were throwing around on Twitter. Now,
1: Kovalenko looks legit.
4: And, and obviously, this is a fake fan trade, so who knows if that would really be...
1: And also Sean Monahan's not fetching a first Sean Monahan's fetching like a third
4: if that's the case, you know there's more value there or a second had. a second maybe maybe um, I'll, I'll
1: give you a conditional third for Sean Monahan. I like uh, him don't get me wrong he's been on he's been <laughs> I can't say that <laughs> he's been on my tongue for for what better part of three years now for the abs i've I've always liked Monahan, I liked him when he was in Calgary. I think he's a solid two center option on the the bottom half of those two centers, but I would like him, and I think he's worth it. He's not. He's not worth Caleb Jones, a first rounder, and Kovalenko. Kovalenko is a guy who the Avs may very well expect to come over from Russia this year, this year, and
4: contribute. Um, let's see. It, to get Lekin in, it took. Justin Barron in a second round pick. What's your, the 207? No, no,
1: no on Parise. We don't need that guy. What are you you talking about? You're telling me you can't put Zach Parise for the the veteran minimum on your fourth line? You're telling me he can't play uh, the same role that McDermott's playing or Olofsson or Kiviranta's playing? Get out of town. The dude scored 20 goals last year. You're telling me he can't play fourth line minutes for you? Get out of town. That's a dumb response
4: it's extremely low risk it's the
1: it's the lowest extremely risk you can low be. risk
4: for like and look i think freddie olivson has <laughs> so stupid i think he's been admirable as a fourth line center um but you know when you're talking about the playoffs and we've seen every all four lines matter in the playoffs he hasn't been getting away with playing three lines here for the past several weeks in in the regular season in December and January, that won't fly in the playoffs. You got to have a true fourth line that gets you about ten minutes a night. We saw it when the Avs won the Cup. Um, you know their fourth line at that at that time it was like Cogliano, Helm, and O'Connor, and you know it's a good four or whatever it was. It was like two or three of those players. Uh, it was you know Nico Sturm, whatever Parise would fit that bill. I almost do wonder. Is there a world where he could come in here and look good? Because remember, Jonathan Druen came in here and outkicked his league minimum deal.
1: Druen looks great. There was a little play today. Hold that thought. A little play today in the first period where Druen picks a puck off the defensive half wall, is able to make the play to the center iceman. I believe it would obviously be Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon goes up with speed, but mishandles the puck. And Washington turns around on what would have been a three on two break. But Drew N, instead of either getting off the ice or thinking that his team's automatically going on a rush, is in perfect defensive defensive position and back pressures on the puck carrier, turns the puck over. The Avs get back into the offensive zone. Like he is that dude has played so well. Obviously, he's putting up points, but his defensive. His defensive mindset and his attention to detail on the defensive side of the puck is what's making him successful offensively. Mm-hmm. Continue.
4: Um, And I know that Zach Parise is not... You know, in his career, he's floated between wing and center. Um, is there a world where he could play a more significant role role if he's healthy and right? Like, okay, so Tomas Tatar scored 20 goals last season for the Devils, didn't work out here. I've actually seen him playing like first-line minutes with the Kraken, though, believe it or not. Parise scored 20 goals last season. Like, if he's healthy and right, is there a world where you could stick him in between Landeskog and Nachushkin, and because you're playing in between freaking Landeskog and Nachushkin, that all of a sudden, he actually... Can give you some juice in that role. I know that I do know. This might sound a little ridiculous, so I'm just floating that idea out there. I, I don't. Like, he's a pedigreed player in this league. So again, the the way that we spoke about Landeskog a few minutes ago, I I
1: can't expect him to play top six minutes coming back from this injury. But if he's in the lineup, you can expect him to play bottom six. You're not going to split up as of right now the Colton O'Connor woodline They're very good. So let's let's take this exercise and say that the AVS don't go after a second-line center, and they stay pat there. But they add a guy like Parise, and then they add Landeskog going into the postseason. Your top six would then be McKinnon, Rantanen, Drewen, Lekkanen, Nachushkin, and Player X. Let's just call him Ryan Johanson right now. Your next line would be Wood, Colton, O'Connor, and your fourth line would be Parise, Landeskog, and then pick your poison between Olafson,
4: probably be Coglian- Ronta, Cog- probably Cogliano, most
1: likely Andrew Cogliano, right? Mm-hmm. Like that. That's what you're looking at right now. Your your third or your fourth line could have Landeskog and Perise on it for free, for a million dollars against the cap because it would be the postseason. A million dollars, you'd have those two dudes who at their last two times being healthy in this league, combined for, what, Landeskog in his last fully healthy season just a few years ago, would have combined with the 21 goals that Parise scored to have 50? So you'd have 51 goals on your fourth line. Mm -hmm. Fourth line! I can live with that.
4: And and I like you bringing me back down to earth here. You know, here I am, you know, like, oh, Gabe Landeskog could be back. But you're right. It'll be more of an ease. You can't just throw him back into the deep end. Maybe he
1: can, but you maybe can't he could.
4: It. Yeah, but no, but putting him on a line with to ease him in with Parise and Cogliano would actually be pretty interesting. Be si- it's
1: a sick joke. That,
4: that <laughs> would be and, interesting. And
1: then throw in the idea of them possibly giving up a first in like. Uh, Oscar Allowson to get in Lindholm. And now your second line is Lekkinen, nechushkin lindholm Your third line is Colton-Wood-O'Connor. And your fourth line is Johansson- Parise-Landis-Skog. And you carry an extra forward in Cogliano. Like, that's what you're looking at. The the rest of the league has to deal with that?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: What? It'd be insane. I I know where I'm living in in fantasy land right now, but it would be nuts and it's very feasible with with
4: how deep this forward group actually is except for second center, which I do think Ross Colton could be that I really do. My only concern is he's fitting so well with O'Connor and Wood that then what happens to those two? If you take Colton away from those two,
1: I don't, I keep them together. They, they should be a line.
4: I I, I don't move those three players away from one. I agree, I but so everything is so except for one position that's 2C. Is it worth giving away Oscar Olauson? Probably. Yes, the answer is yes. I almost feel like they could win a cup without that though. I like mean, that's how deep like- that's how deep everything around that one little weak spot is. If
1: they play like they did tonight, you can you can win a cup with all parties on the Avs healthy. You can win a cup with this goaltending if they play like they did tonight. I know Washington's uh, uh, is, is diminishing value as the season goes on, but the way they played tonight, they can win a cup like that.
4: They can. And this was game one of Arturi Lekkonen back. It's going to take a week at least for him to start to look like in rhythm Arturi Lekkonen Because, again, they just went on the East Coast for five games and played really, really well without Valeri Nachushkin. Like, that shows a lot to me because that should have, on paper, been like a a built-in excuse for, eh, we didn't win the road trip, we didn't have Nachushkin. But no, they looked great without him. So, this feels like a team that can overcome not having a true second-line center if everybody else is healthy, that's how good everything else is.
1: I dish a Lousin. I'd be reticent to part ways with the first round draft pick because you need to continue to build that farm system. But if you're asking me is like, oh, is it worth a Lousin leaving? Yeah, it's it, that's fine. That dude's a, that that dude will amount to being a bottom six forward on this team. That's who he is. Not every first round pick pans out.
4: He's young. He is young, but you know, he, and he they- looks like a third line winger. Right now, you know, what if he turns into the truth?
1: You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't if know. He has the truth in him?
4: I think that's a big stretch. But it's it's still now. What's is Lind is Lindholm a rental? Lindholm's a rental. Yeah, see, he's a UFA
1: at the end of the season. Uh, and the Avs don't they don't do that often? No, they don't. So that was the that was the thing. Again, D came in after my show at Dempsey today and was asking me. He's like, so what do you do with Bowen Byram? Like, are, are you trading him? And I go. I like, who are you bringing in? I go, well, they could possibly get Lindholm, but look at the front office. They don't make these kinds of trades. Well, they, they traded four players during the during the cup run. I go, yeah, but look at what those trades were. They don't trade current assets. They don't do that, and they don't make the home run swing. Lekinin was a undervalued trade target when they went after him. Manson was not the top defenseman on the market when they went after him. And what did they give up for those two players? They gave up picks and they gave up prospects. The Avs don't give up current assets and they don't make the huge home run swing because it's typically overpriced. I don't expect them to go out and do it, but you may have your hand forced this year.
4: Mm -hmm. And then... What about backup goaltenders? That's still something that needs to be addressed. I, I, I think it is. Um, And it, it, I, I'm just looking at the Washington Capitals cap-friendly page right now because I'm like, oh, hey, the Capitals, I think, that, ultimately a team that should consider themselves a seller if they're being realistic. And I look at their roster just for the sake that they were in town tonight. And... There's nobody on their team that makes any sense except for one player and that's the dude who started in goal for the capitals tonight, Charlie Lindgren making one million one hundred thousand dollars this year and next season for one million one hundred dollars and he's actually okay. I know that the Habs put up six on him tonight or was one of them an empty net? I stopped paying attention um I no I don't, th- none they of don't them think it was I don't think it was um. I know he gave up six goals tonight, but that was, that's a tough ask for Charlie Lindgren uh, with his skaters being on the second night of a back-to-back in front of him. He's actually been okay. For a $1,100,000, that's actually some value there. I could look at him. I, I'm still... Madly
1: in love with the idea of finding marc Andre Fleury on this team, just because I, I I think he's got a couple of wins left in him, and he would be a great fit in the locker room. Lindgren's a great idea. I I think you could find a way, like maybe you could get Samuel Montembeau or Jake Allen from uh, from Montreal. Both of those guys would be very very cheap players. Uh, could you could you go out and get a guy like? Who's the kid in, uh, in Arizona? Uh, Vegmelka? Could you get him?
4: Mm-hmm. I just like that $1,100,000 number next to no, him. Okay, let's say they brought, they brought in Marc-Andre Fleury, which is the high end. Does that create any sort of unnecessary goaltender controversy? No,
1: because Flower isn't at the level where he can be a starter anymore. That's not who he is. You, you're, you would not be trading for any goaltender that would be good enough to, to make Georgie, I wouldn't say sweat, but it would not create a goaltending controversy. But That's not who he is anymore. It's not who he is in, Mon- in, in Minnesota. The last time that he was a bona fide number one starter was back when he was in, in
4: Vegas. But you know that there will be Avs fans who will say that if he came here. Uh, probably, but uh, there,
1: there's also, there is also like there were Broncos fans that wanted Chad Kelly to be the starting quarterback here. Sure, like there's, but there's, there's loud and, idiots, and I'm everywhere. not,
4: and I'm just merely throwing points. I'm not trying to stir in. I'm just anything interesting that pops into my mind, I say it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, I, am not entirely sure that it, it would create it. The only time that it would create a
1: goaltending controversy is if you brought in a legit guy, like if you tried, if you found a way to trade for like UC Soros. Mm-hmm. And then I go, hey, Georgia. you're the 1B now because is the better goaltender mm-hmm. in my mind's eye. Abs win 6 2. Um, on the other side, we'll bring you through the NHL, tell you what happened throughout the scoreboard, and get you guys some bets uh, as we send you off into the late nights between the pipes. Avs 6 2, tied for first place. McKinnon first overall in points. Ranton in fourth overall in points. McCarr, second among defensemen. He's now the leading goal scorer among blue and blue liners in Avs Nordique's history. It's Rajan Spring on Altitude.
4: Altitude Sports Radio 925. Avs post-game continues. Good job, boys. You're between the pipes.
3: I'm a match. She can't see.
1: evening absolutely blow out the Washington Capitals as we get into the playoffs man it, it got me thinking about these um you know teams like come out with slogans every single season whether it's at the beginning of the year or going into the playoffs and we had uh, last year with the Nuggets it was bring it in and that was a like that was a team driven initiative that was everything that I, I mean most teams say bring it in before they break it down and one say, two like, three bring it in right that or they go bring it in, and then they say one, two, three. Yeah, X. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. You were you were there. You Close. were in, you were in the ballpark. Uh huh. Nug- Friendship er- on three. One, two, three. Friendship. Exactly. That's all. Ele. Um. The Nuggets had bring it in. The Avs, when they won a cup had find a way. Last year they lost their way a little bit because they used way too many times. They used way way too many times. As I do so myself here, mm-hmm. right? It was one way, our way last season. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. To they figure, really like the word way. I'm trying to figure out a way to make that a little bit better this year. Mm-hmm. And as we had bras and underwear thrown on the ice tonight, you came up with a really good idea in the break.
4: Well, I threw a couple suggestions at you. Now you broached this topic to me earlier today. This was before a bra and a thong were thrown onto the ice tonight. Well, so just- I was thinking more, just like, um, you know, standard, but something good too. So and I and I told you in the break my idea for a slogan for this playoff run, and it's it's really the only thing I've thought of. I haven't given it much thought. Maybe I, I'm sure there's probably something better than this, but my idea is back for more with the number 4. Oh. Instead of the word for back, four more because the avs are looking to win their fourth Stanley Cup. I like
1: that. I like that a and lot. And I feel like
4: they're back. They are back. You know what I'm saying? Last year they were not back. No. Right? And
1: this is this is this is almost of a this is a little bit of a comeback, right? You get bounced in the first round mm-hmm. by a, a team in their second year in in the Seattle Kraken, doesn't feel good. You do have to come back from that. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Yeah. back for more was good. Um, on the 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 bras and underwear side, um, TNA I thought was very funny.
4: Yeah, I threw TNA out there. And then there. you just
1: have you you start with a T at the top, the N in the middle, little N in the middle, and then the abs A underneath it. Yeah, TNA.
4: Well, TNA. I don't know what
1: it stands for. I'm not saying what it stands for. Titles but- in avalanche. <laughs> Titles and abs. Titles and abs. First three letters may have been the uh, the proper yes spelling there. Um, I, that'd be a little bit of an inside joke there. Uh, What about something with like summiting a mountain, climb on, climb a board, something with peaks, something with peaks. Um, I don't know. You you could go the avalanche route, of like bury them, bury them, bury mm-hmm. them all. Mm-hmm. That 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 type sure. of thing. Maybe that that's a little bit more violent, and I, I suppose I like that.
4: I I threw something out during the break, like you know we went find a way, one way, our way, one way, lingerie, the
1: two oh seven, no excuses, just
4: results. I it's ruthless, but I like it. That's such Hold a, on,
1: that's such I, just, a fan. I missed that. I talked all over what you just said. Say that again.
4: One way lingerie. <laughs> I love it so much. That might actually be the best slogan. You know how many t-shirts you would sell if you did one-way lingerie?
1: See, but they got to hand out, like, personalized abs. Hey! Like,
4: it's, it's got to it's come with a logo. Instead of, like, the flags, hand out a bra.
1: Jordan, there's probably um, a market for it. Let's what if, be
4: honest. You know, we have the pom-poms and the towels, but instead of pom-poms and towels, it's bras. And tassels? Oh, the Tassels. <laughs> We're where, so we so on base here, man. Fem, where
1: are the fembots? At? Hire me marketing team. We just do it now. Yeah, you guys let us know. Uh, let us know in the in the Twitch it, chat.
4: Give me some. But yeah. I, that, that, that text we got, no excuses. Just results. That's such a great ad. Like you some abs fans, like, they can't even fathom the idea of their team losing a single game. No excuses. Colorado, just results. Colorado Dan on Twitch. Peaking. Peaking? peaking. peaking. Yeah. I like it. We haven't even begun to peak. <laughs> you haven't even seen me peak.
1: Please. Please and when give I peak, you'll know it. Oh man. All right. Let's go through uh through the NHL scoreboard tonight. Guru says slogans. Well this show's over. Yeah. Uh it's late. It's late. Scores throughout the NHL this evening. The Panthers beat the Coyotes 6-2 to tonight. Sam Reiner continues to score goals. The guy's got 35 on the season. Sam Reiner is going to get paid. Austin Matthews scores the lone goal of the game in overtime with just 45 seconds remaining uh, in that one, 39 goals in the season for the NHL's uh, leading goal score, a 1-0 final for Toronto at home. The Hurricanes hold off the Bruins late in the third for a 3-2 victory on Moms Night. It's the the Moms trip in Boston. They had the Moms reading off the, uh, uh, the lineup cards there for the Hurricanes. The Cracking get a 6-2 victory, 3-6-2 wins tonight. Uh, on the, the slate, Avs 6-2, Kraken 6-2 over the Blackhawks, and the Panthers 6-2 as well. Kraken are starting to turn it around. They're still on the outside looking in. It's going to take a lot to climb up in that Pacific
4: division. But Tomas Tatar, don't look now. Six goals. Hey, 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 look. Maybe Zach Parise could do a little bit of what what we hope Tatar would have done for the Avs. Maybe Parise could if that is something that actually happens. Um, I'm glad that the Moms trip for the Hurricanes... Uh, only took them to Boston and not to Edmonton. That's good. That's uh, the good Blues news.
1: get an overtime winner from Braden Shen tonight. 4-3 over the Canucks who debuted uh, the latest edition of a shiny chromatic helmet in the NHL. It shockingly, shockingly the best one of the chrome helmets that I've seen. Because LA's are garbage. Those are the ones that they debuted against the Avs in the stadium series. I think they're terrible. The Golden Knights have gone to a gold one which I don't like either and I really do like like every jersey that Vegas has come out with. I've loved every single one of them. Mm-hmm. The the outdoor series game that they wore against the Abs, the diagonal Vegas jersey that glowed in the dark, I loved their normal ones, the the alternate gold jersey that they had. They're all great and they decide to go with like this metallic chrome gold helmet and it looks like crap. I hate all of the chrome helmets. Vancouver's looked the best tonight.
4: Okay, I've never hated the chrome helmets. Although, maybe more just like a every now and again thing. If you were doing that night in, night out, that might get a little tiresome on the eye. Let me check these uh Canucks helmets out. They're not that bad. I seen them yet.
1: They're not that bad. Um Sabers 5-3 winners over the Kings this evening uh as well yeah, so I like the, those. that's your your final from the scoreboard uh the Sabers they they play well against good hockey teams and then they they poo the bed against really bad ones I I don't know what to think about Buffalo right now spring I don't
4: they they they, they should be a little over 500 you know it's funny they're they're still in striking distance for that wild card. Um they're just let's see. They're 7 points back of Detroit. Um so so they could do something. Now the good news here is that you know they just went into Los Angeles and won and that's who the Avs play next. Uh the Kings lose tonight at home to the Sabers. Was this I think this was last night. No, Monday night. They lost at home to the Sharks in a shootout. So the Avs are getting a LA Kings team that lost at home to the worst team in the NHL, albeit in a shootout, but still. Um, then they lost to Buffalo at home tonight. Now they're going to come to Colorado on Friday. They're you're, on a slide. You're catching the Kings at the right time. In fact, man, in the month of January, they've only won two games. The Kings have only won two games this month. Uh, There were a couple of nice ones against the Rangers and Hurricanes, but still, wow, only two wins this month for the Kings.
1: Uh, Tomorrow night, January 25th, slate highlighted by Patrick Waugh, headed back to Montreal to coach his New York Islanders against uh, the Martin Saint-Louis benched Canadiens. Uh, Islanders are 2016 and 11. Do they have the coach bump for two games in a row there? Minus 150 road favorites against Montreal. I don't know if I love that. Give me the Canadians to spoil the homecoming for Patrick Wall tomorrow at plus 130 on the money line. I'm a huge fan of that one. Uh, And then I think the Predators cool off the wild tomorrow on the road. They're even on the money line on the road. Give me the Preds road favorites And Or sorry, rode dogs at even money and give me the Montreal Canadiens home dogs at plus money.
4: You know, earlier today I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I'm going to start doing my homework now. I'm actually going to take my bet the pipes pick serious tonight. So earlier today I went ahead and looked at tomorrow night's slate and I'm scrolling and I'm looking. And the one pick that caught my eye the most, I should say the one line that caught my eye the most where I was like, huh, that seems Different than I would have had it. A windhorst moment? Yeah. What's going on in Utah? Well, what's going on in Ottawa? The Ottawa Senators are only plus 114 home dogs at home against the mighty regular season Boston Bruins. I think that should be higher. I thought that that should be like Boston minus 200 on the road. But here's the thing guess what? Ottawa's playing a little better of late. They've won three out of their last four. Um, including a nice win in Montreal the other night. They dominated that game, came back and won in Philly on Sunday. I think Ottawa's due to start getting some wins here. I think the Bruins are a sucker pick tomorrow night. I think a lot of people are going to jump on Boston at minus 135 to win. I'm going to go with the home team Ottawa Senators uh, to get a little hot here and win at plus 114.
1: Those are your picks for tomorrow. Avs win 6-2. Tied for first in the central for Jordan Berg. Thank you so much for producing the game and this show for my partner, uh, the radio machine, Mark Springer. I'm Alex Ryanemi, And as we leave you here, as uh, Wednesday turns into Thursday, one of my favorite media members just sent me a little DM. said, we asked him off the record. And Nathan McKinnon said, that was inappropriate, huh? In a little bit of a joking way. <laughs> Nate saw the thong. Can't tell you who told me that, but I appreciate the guy sending me the DM.
4: Nathan McKinnon said that was a little inappropriate, huh? Thong in cheek. Thongs and bras. That's funny. I bet he had a little smirk on his face when he said that.
1: Keep it coming, em. Navs fans. We love you very much. We'll talk to you in two games after the Avs, or two days, rather, after the Avs take on the Kings. Tune in tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. for Brett Kane.